0: Welcome to the Brave Daily Podcast. At Brave Daily, we offer Logos Bible software coaching, Christian book reviews, and relevant interviews to reflect on life as a believer to help keep us all growing. For more information, head to our website at bravedaily.com. Enjoy the show. Hey, Brave Daily, Rylan Brown and Richard here. We're so glad to see you. We have got a special guest uh, all the way from out west. Well, comparatively to me richard out west but we've got scott lindsey the executive director for faith life we're we just uh richard and i just i think geeking out some uh that that we're sitting down talking to scott and uh so scott we are so glad to see you thank you uh for sitting down with us today
1: good to be here Lo- love to be with the faith life fam
0: yeah man it's awesome all right now richard and i were talking before before we get into any of it we the three of us have pretty impressive beards but i think yours is probably the most impressive we wanted to know kind of your beard routine your care like beard oil
2: beard
1: balm like what's your what's your routine for this is the stuff
2: people came here for they want to know what are you putting in it
1: yeah well for one thing i do want to point out i have i have a full head of hair because a lot of people start going this way when it starts depleting up there so i i got as much up here as i got down here uh and that, that is no slight to you, Ryland. Thank you. Um, but the, the gray is just before we went live, record, whatever. I have nine children uh, and six of them are females, girls. So the, the gray, once the teenage years hit, just, you know, that's it. It's, it's, uh, it went all gray. Um, as far as a regimen goes, uh, I'm not ashamed to say I'm, I'm confident in my manliness, but I, I do blow dry. I've got a nice beard comb uh, because right. I got a weird weird cowlick that you can kind of see trying to go right So that, that uh, the, the blow dry comb kind of keeps it going down straight. Um, this is the longest it's ever been. Um, when I separated from the military, was eight years active uh, I, this is just, it was rebellion. You know, you weren't allowed to have facial hair. So I kind of grew, I had, I did the coat goatee thing. Uh, but I was one of those guys, even in boot camp that couldn't grow facial hair. I I was the one guy didn't even have to worry about shaving. It was like shaving. I've never done that. Right. Um, so it, it wasn't probably till uh, my mid thirties that I could finally literally grow something that, you know, looked fairly decent. So, but yeah, this is definitely, uh, COVID, you know, uh not not hitting the barbershop as much as I'd like to. Um and my wife likes it. My mom hates it. My wife loves it. And as we all know, if we're married, happy wife, happy life. So it 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 stays. So, but I, I probably the minute the wife said I don't like that anymore, probably gone. But she loves it, so I'm keeping it.
0: That's awesome. There you go. Yeah, there, well, you go. There, there we go. We we've got we got it from uh, from the guy, beard care and impressive beard. Well, if you don't know Scott Lindsay, he's the executive director of Faith Life. How many years have you been there?
1: Uh, a couple weeks ago, I celebrated 23 years.
0: Man, that's impressive! Congratulations, 23 yeah. years at Faith Life. He is nationally renowned, uh, renowned, even internationally renowned. He has worked with big guys, every, every uh, from everyone like uh, Matt Chandler uh, to John Piper. Ah, uh, Tony Evans, big names within uh, you know Christian circles, and uh, you know so. Scott, one question I had for you, kind of telling us before, is you've gone all over the world. Uh, I, I want to know your craziest story of you go to all these cr- uh, Christian conferences. I bet you've seen some things. Uh, we've got a family show here, but what's the craziest experience that you've gone through? You know, at, at being at a Christian conference.
1: Well, it is, and you have to let me uh, finish the story before, you know, so so hold on, um, but I, years ago, was invited to meet uh, with a very prominent African-American pastor leader uh, to be a part of their event in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and uh, had it not been for COVID this July, this would have been my 21st straight year speaking at this conference, right, so it's Dear Brothers. Uh, it's probably about a thousand pastors that gather every year in Dallas for this. And um, so I'd only been with Logos for a couple of years, right? So I'm, I'm kind of nervous. This is a big deal. You know, if I get into this thing, it's going to be good for us as far as exposure. And they were going to let me be a plenary speaker. And so I, you know, I, I go to this pastor's office and I'm demoing Logos. And, you know, back then it, it didn't do a quarter of what, I mean, I've been with Logos since it was user hateful. <laughs> okay, seriously. I mean, I mean, if you didn't have a doctorate from Stanford, yeah. good luck. You weren't going far. It was all right-clicking and menu options, and there was no automation. But anyway, so searching, you know, was a big thing back then. Searching through the Bible and text, whatever. And I, I had practiced, on, you know, at home and on the plane in my office. And I get up there to do the search uh, on. I wanted to do a search for the word beast. In Daniel and Revelation. So it was this kind of unique way that you could pick multiple books. And I kept, you know, I'm not really paying attention to the screen. I'm a little nervous and I'm not getting any results. I'm like, what is going on? Is this a bug? Well, I I hear a little snicker from the pastor and the staff, and I look back to realize that I had typed breast. I, I didn't type beast, I had typed breast. And so and now we know the word breast is not in Daniel, and you know. And I played it off. If if you were wondering that that you, there's no sermon there, right? So then I corrected and typed beast, and and we had a great time. But oh, so embarrassing! Yeah, I left the office like I can't believe I typed that word, not paying attention. I'm an atrocious speller anyway, so you know it was bound to happen. But. Uh, There's multiple stories like that you know uh, scary stories is you know I've been doing this so long it's getting better but imagine audio video issues 15 20 years ago at conferences you know I I numerous times would have to bring with me uh, 500 maybe a thousand feet of VGA you know some of you are gonna have to type what is VGA what did he just say you know you know, like what is a VCR, you know, what is VGA, and run it all night long through the, you know, underneath rows of seats from the podium to the audio. I mean, just a nightmare. So the job is uh definitely a little easier now that most ministries and churches are tech savvy, Um but for the most part, it's been awesome. Uh i I argue all the time probably got the best job in the world because I, I really get to see the church all of its nuance and colors and flavors and uh, it kind of gives me a very unique perspective on the body of christ
2: that's awesome that's pretty that's awesome. awesome so so you've been all over the world i mean i know logos it is multi-traditional you know just all your different libraries packages things like that uh is there is there is there a on a regular year, a church or a conference that you really look forward to? Maybe a favorite. I mean, I know they're all your favorites, but do you have a favorite that you love to go to every year?
1: Yeah, so in 2019, I mean, uh, you most know probably that there has been a record year for Faith Life as far as growth and companies we purchased. I mean, things are going very, very well. Um, but if there was one department that really got rocked by COVID, it was mine, Ministry Relations. Mm. We're the ones that do the events. Right, 2019, we did 420 conferences worldwide. So wow. I have a whole team of national speakers, uh, U.S., Canada, uh, and you know, if there's an event in the Atlanta area, a few uh, national speakers live in the Atlanta area. So we try to have people in strategic cities or hotbeds of ministry where where a lot of ministries have headquarters and things like that. But all that got taken away as of February. Um, so we had to pivot. And go to more webinars, uh, and so working with major ministries like Matt Chandler, Acts Twenty Nine, Vodi uh, Bakum. I've done a couple with Vodi. I mean, it's just odd. I'm in Linden, Washington, and Vodi's in Zambia, Africa. You know, wow. so the, the time differences and so on. Um, but we have made the pivot. It's been great, and uh, we're growing. And uh, you know, I think COVID has also forced people to be comfortable with webinars and Zoom. You know, I jokingly, uh, the other day I was in the garage and I hit my hand with the hammer and the cuss word that just came just right out of my mouth before I knew it was zoom. That's my new, (laughs) my new cuss word. You know, when I, when I'm mad, you know, the kids know if dad's mad, he just yelled zoom, get out of the room. You know, it's just because it's become so our lives now. Right. Right. Um, so I actually have one today, uh, with a ministry, uh, on the East coast, but, um, yeah, favorite conferences and ministry, you know, people ask me, who's your favorite uh, person, author, ministry leader, and before that sentence is halfway out of anybody's mouth, I'm instant with the response of Kay Arthur, uh, I love Kay from Precept, you know, it's all about the Bible and inductive sense, right. you know, logos right. has those inductive highlighters and, and all that, but um, just Kay is, Kay is a, a woman that has been serving Jesus for 50 years. Um, she, she's just about studying the Bible, and she's just been faithful. She's just a faithful saint. Uh, she's mid eighties now, um, but she's the first one I text when I need prayer. Uh, she's wow. the first one I text when I have a, a – so she's kind of like a, a, a mom to me, if you will. Um, I, I did years of events with Josh and Sean McDowell. I love them both. Uh, I like the nuance they bring to apologetics where Josh is a little bit more traditional, uh, evidence based and, you know, and Sean is more your existential philosophical. So it's a perfect match. Those two together is just really, really good. Um, so I did a tour with them called heroic truth. Uh, and my son was a part of that. So it was father, son, father, son. And we did that for two, three, four years. Uh, And Josh is getting up there as well. Josh is uh, mid-80s, I think, Mm -hmm. as well. So uh, favorite conferences, um, precept events, uh, the the E.K. Bailey, that's the African-American Pastors event. Predominantly, it's not just for uh, Black pastors, but I would say 90% of those that attend. Uh, I love working with Act 29. I love working with Ligonier. Um, but again, because Logos is about the Bible and we have Pentecost charismatic libraries, we've got Anglican right. libraries, we've got the invitations that we get are are pretty amazing. Um, and again, most of us, we have picked a team, a spiritual team, right? Whether it be Baptist, right. Presbyterian, whatever. And, and you don't really go outside of that much, um, you know, and for, for, Good or bad reasons, I, w- I would say predominantly for good reasons. You've picked a team for theological issues and so on. Um, but Logos, because again, we're about the text, we, we are just everywhere. And so right. it's, it's fun. It's, it's really amazing. Man, that's
0: awesome. That's awesome. So, you know, you're, you're around the world. Uh, one of the questions Richard and I talked about is because you have seen and worked with so many people, like, what, what are you? What do you think the most underrated feature is that you wish, like, hey, people should get into this more and, you know, it takes a little bit more of a push or
1: training to get there? Uh, the shopping cart. <laughs> um, I, I think that is really underutilized. Yeah. Um, I think everybody listening should use that way more than you do. No, I would say Factbook. Mm. Um, so there is an update coming. Giving a little hint out for those watching, oh. which is going to make FactBook even more uh, prominent on the interface and the homepage and everything. And that was one of the major goals. You know, one of the things I'm I'm one of uh, one of the members of the Faith Five team that before we release a new version, I live with it. To figure out how we're gonna describe it, how we're going hmm. to pitch its new features. Again, if my team is doing 400 events a year, we we have to figure out what do we show on stage. Yeah. And typically we only get 12, 15 minutes, right? right. Um, so I try to summarize every version, four, five, six, seven, eight, now nine. Um, I would say, you know, if I was to to rate my favorite features in nine i've got to put factbook at the top primarily because i think where we're going with logos is we've always had all these great tools but they've been disconnected you know and if you if you know where that tool was right you 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 never discovered it unless you went to a workshop or hung out with you guys and did some training Mm -hmm. and so on So what I love about Factbook is not only did we add like 10 times the content into the feature itself uh, with a lot of this amazing Lexham content that we've been producing for the last few years, but we're also connecting the dots better. So one of the things that I like to do when I do a workshop for a group of pastors now for for L9, so I did this recently with Acts 29, was typically a pastor for sermon is going to go to passage guide or exegetical guide or sermon starter guide or something like right. that they don't even think about going to factbook first right so i started there they were blown away you know it'll take the text it'll it'll break up the piece, major themes you know I, I but then as you scroll down the list it's like major people in the text and places right. i mean it's kind of a one stop shop place now to where it will also link you to workflows. It'll link you to, uh, you know, sermon starter guide. And, and again, we've, we're getting so much feedback from people saying, yeah. You know, what's funny to me is a lot, you know, because I'm, I'm constantly on social media because I want to know what are people talking about the most. Because obviously next year, prayerfully as conferences come back, I want to be on stage showing the features that people are getting excited about. Right. right. A lot of the features that people are getting excited about have been there for years. You know, what it was, was Logos just didn't bring it to the forefront, right? It was buried in a menu option on tools, and then you had to go here and whatever. So, that again is why I like Factbook now because you could go there with a, pe- a person, place, a thing, and now text itself, right? Mm. Um, Another great feature um, I would say is counseling guide. I would say if there was a a pretty big um, missing feature in Logos, it was pastoral counsel. And and I say pastoral, I'm actually really excited to show um, the counseling guide at a marriage conference uh, at a parenting conference, because I have, I have, I have nine kids. I'm not, I'm not a pastor. But we've had discussions around the table where one of my kids asked a question, and I immediately wanted pastoral care answers, like, how do I navigate these waters, right? So I love the the, the new uh, counseling guide, because not only is we've added content with the quick reference guides and uh, the Hope for the Hearts uh, booklets and so on, but what I like is the actual assessment itself, that little question answer, uh, which I think is step three Where whatever topic, I think there's over a thousand topics in the counseling guide, um, it will help you navigate how to actually talk about that issue with somebody, right? So not only does it give you the theology and the pastoral wisdom, but even at the end, you know, I I love showing people at the very end, uh, we're giving you also insight on how to pray for this person with this particular issue it's not just about head knowledge it, it's right. most of the times it's a heart issue so mm-hmm. prayer is what gets in there and so it, it, we give you these little templates on how to pray for something um and if i was to pick uh you know uh, I, I do It's it's a nuanced tiny little feature but in the passage guide now the the fact that i can filter my commentaries by series and type and era and i mean that is like crazy awesome and and you know if if you were coming into logos for the first time with nine you you don't realize how awesome that is right, right. because mm-hmm. over time you could have a t- I, I saw some posts the other day in in one of your groups where guys were bragging about how many books they have in logos right and, right, and, right. and most of them are commentaries but they get lost yeah uh yeah so that's a great little feature um but those are probably two or three of my favorite new features in the L- in L9 for sure.
2: Yeah I I will say the factbook 2.0 is killer. I mean it does everything that you were talking about our our church was doing a series on the the seven on the letters in revelation and just popping up the city name gives you a wealth of information just like you're saying you scroll down and it's got all the all the cultural, all the, all the geographical information that you're going to want to need to be able to pull out information and just insight from the text. So I, I love it. I love it, man. Yeah, and, let,
1: and let me, and most of your um, followers know this, but one of the uh, amazing discoveries for me was the fact that uh, the counseling guide is uh, part of the fact book on mobile, right? So you would expect to go into mobile and go to guides, and there's passage guide, and and you would you would think, well, counseling guides new? Where is it? It's not there yet. They're working on it. it it's funny. I'm not a techie guy at all. Uh, our ops team probably uh, has my face on a dartboard uh, in their office somewhere because I'm, and and I think that's one of the reasons why I've been been successful at logos because I don't think that way. So if I can't get on the stage and break it down to where the average Joe gets right, it, then I don't say it. Right. So I'm not a techie, even though, Oh, you have no idea. I'm at a conference and people are bringing their keyboards and mouse pads and this isn't working right. Dude, I am not, I don't work for the geek squad or whatever you call it. You don't want me touching any of your, you know, computer stuff. Um, but, um, It's a factbook. So factbook is on mobile. I think is the greatest improvement to mobile now is the fact that factbook is there and counseling guide will show up there. So if you type in, you know, pornography, anxiety, you know, all of the again thousand topics that are part of counseling guide, uh, go to factbook with that, and then the counseling guide will be part of the search results for factbook. So it's there.
0: That's absolutely awesome. So you've been with it. That that's L nine stuff. You you've been with Logos for a long time. I have heard that your favorite feature is kind of the searchability, uh, the Boolean search. Is that true, or is that just a rumor that got started on the web uh, with people who are who are doing the thing?
1: No, that's an amazing search that. A lot of people don't know about. Um, so one of the the great privileges I have is um, working with uh, authors. So one of uh, Randy Alcorn. So Randy and I were texting last night. He's he's always working on a book, and I always joke. Randy doesn't write books; he writes phone books. I mean, you've ever seen a Randy Alcorn book? It's like massively huge, uh, and it's very thoroughly studied and referenced. And he's got a billion Bible verses, and that's why. Randy is one of those authors. I don't care if you're Baptist, Pentecostal, Anglican, Catholic. I've never met anybody that didn't just love Randy Alcorn. Um, right. So his book Heaven and, and many others. But when I showed Randy um, the, the Boling searching, uh, he absolutely freaked out because what, you know, uh, one of the books that actually had the privilege of helping uh, Randy with with his research and so on um, was the, if God is good. So it's the whole issue of suffering and sovereignty. You know, h- how do oh. we reconcile that? Right. That That's a, that's a pretty, you know, and an atheist that, that will be the first thing they try to go to, right. God is all good. God is all loving. He's kind. And you know, why is this going on? Right. It's a valid, um, Excuse, it's a val, uh, 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 but it doesn't work when you realize that God has purpose in suffering. And so, again, the whole premise of the book, if God is good, dot dot dot, was suffering and sovereignty. Well, what Randy was doing prior to learning how to do these, uh, you know, bullying expression searches was he would just type in suffering and God and pain and 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 would get. You know, Logos would come back bragging, Hey, I found 1.2 billion hits in 1.3 nanoseconds. And Randy's like, Thank you. Not really. <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. This is, and he would go line by line. And it's kind of a Google search, right? When you type right. in anything, Google brownie recipes, whatever, it comes back in a nanosecond with way more options than you ever need. So being able to literally group words together like purpose and reason within five words of suffering, pain, grief, hurt. So I kind of live with a a thesaurus when I'm helping authors on a particular, very nuanced theological idea that they're trying to search through logos. Because again, when I said suffering, oh, pain, grief, hurt. So Uh, Yeah, one of my tabs that's kind of always up when I'm into that kind of searching with Logos is thesaurus.com, and I'll just make sure, uh, you know, let's just say that you wanted to do a study through Logos on the purpose of prayer, right? Well, purpose, reason, meaning, so there's three or four words that you need to uh, put into parameters and set aside and search within the words of prayer supplication intercession right. you know as soon as i say that your users or your the people watching going oh yeah i didn't even think about supplication and intercession mm-hmm. and, and we have all these other words for prayer and if you don't think that through you're gonna miss some gold so randy randy has told me because he's now kind of master, he probably could teach the class now on how to do this kind of searching and then what i've done is i've built three or four uh pretty lengthy um examples of that search and then I've saved them uh, in favorites. So I have a searches tab and favorites, and I'll drag those. As you know, you can drag the search tab uh, once I've got it kind of set up the way I want. And then all I do is just take out words. I replace words because you know you have to have that within five has to be capitalized, capital W, capital, you know, if you don't get it just right, it won't work right. Um, but Randy says, because of that, now there have been chapters in some of his books that are only there because logos found the gold, um, because he was able to kind of fine tune the searching. Um, so yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite features.
0: Wow. That's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. Did Richard freeze?
2: No, oh. I'm just very still, like a <laughs> like a wild animal on the prowl.
0: There you go. Well, so uh, Scott, what resources are you getting excited about today? Uh, I, I'm a big fan of the Lexum Press stuff. I think Lexum Press is, uh, and it's not just because I'm a fan of, of uh, logos. It the stuff is just phenomenal. Um, so, what maybe some Lexum Press resources you're excited about? But also, what what resources are you excited about in general?
1: um well that's one of the great benefits of being at logos as long as i have is uh i'm part of the email string that comes in hey we just released this today and that and this and and i just get to go boop, 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 and add it to my logos um so uh yes absolutely the L- Lexum research commentaries uh um the content commentary uh which is a big part actually of factbook so the Lexum con- context commentary, and we're working on the Old Testament. I've been told the goal is to have that done within the next six months, but that is why a pastor now can start with sermon prep and fact book, and it's because uh, of the introductory information, which which I think every verse in the New Testament has content for, but the Lexham Context Commentary, it's three volumes, and obviously the Old Testament is going to be much bigger than that, um, but yeah, I'm really excited because uh, Lexham, not only is the scholarship there, if you look at our authors, I mean, when, when D.A. Carson comes out and says that our Ephesians volume is the best technical commentary that's ever been written on the book of Ephesians, that's like, oh. what did you just say? I mean, that right. that's impressive, especially considering Lexham has not been around that long. Um, you know, when you think about all the others out there and how long they've been producing content. And I think the reason why we're releasing award-winning content uh, pretty crazy fast is we've been able to watch our users for the last three years and what they've been searching on. What are they looking for? So that data is absolute gold for us on determining where do we have a need? What is the content you know, I would say it's one of the reasons why the counseling guide finally became a pri- became a priority with the release of Logos Nine was knowing that people kept looking in Logos for uh, help uh, to deal with teenagers on pornography or to right. deal with—I mean, all these issues. You know, uh, why is this word being searched so much? Through oh, well, maybe they're wanting biblical answers for for a counseling context. So. Um, So that, I think what Lexum's doing is absolutely amazing. And then obviously with the uh, purchase of WordSearch, you know, we're I think they said something like 3,000 titles that we didn't have access before are going to eventually, slowly but surely, come into the fold of Logos and be available to Logos users that didn't have it. And then obviously for the WordSearch family that is now part of the Logos family, having uh, access to the content that they've already purchased uh which is always good news i don't know how many word search users i have met at conferences that after they see one of our demos are like oh i had no idea logos was that much different like i just thought bible software was bible software right right mm-hmm. you know is it really that much of a difference and then and then you know i the pain on their face of knowing they've spent <laughs> thousands of dollars to where they're like, I just can't re-spend that money. I- I'm not, you know, I- I'm-, I'm gonna stay over here, you know, and just, yeah, watch you guys and all the uh, awesome things you can do. And now that's that's not even an issue anymore because as we know, they're all, they're all part of Logos.
2: Right, I, I know talking with some of the folks from, from uh, uh, they're on the word search, um, you know, um, switch over. They're they you know, they spend hundreds and thousands of dollars and they're basically using it like an e-reader. It's just like it's like their Kindle and that's it. And then they come over and it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm driving a Ferrari now, like let's get this thing in the sixth gear, right? So it's been a huge blessing for them and it's been really neat just working with some of the folks there and just kind of seeing the lights go off, you know. And they're like, oh man, you know, well now we can really get into the study and this deeper, the deeper searching and all that. Well, it's fun to it. so be I, 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 you know? I have
1: I. Have- some of the comments where somebody is just like complaining about this one thing in word search that I right. loved and it was so much better. And I hate you logos because I can't do that. And I'll go, actually, we can do that. So uh, here, And they're like, right. that's so much better than the way I, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah we got it. We got it. right? And right, that, right. that's not to say every single feature that word search has that we've got, but uh, I, I love, I love, educating people on the thing that they thought that we didn't know about or how, you know, right. that, wow, that's a good idea. Um, it's like, we have it. It's right here. And they're like, Oh, that, you know, so I, I love, I love converting naysayers. It's one of my favorite little, uh, social media exercises on the weekend when, when somebody's, uh, you know, uh, being hey. a potty, a potty mouth towards logos. And I'm like, Hey, give me a second. Let me show you how amazing this is. And then it's like, I repent. I am so sorry I ever said that. Right. Right.
2: Oh, it's awesome. That's awesome. So, okay, so you've got you've got nine kids. You've got all this stuff that you've got to do. So, my question for you is on a personal level, like you're you're probably real busy short on time. How do you use logos on a daily basis? As a dad, as a husband, as a grandpa, like what what is What does your average personal use of logos look like
1: yeah so we homeschool so trying to incorporate that a little bit better i mean we you know my wife uh is a bit of a traditionalist in that she obviously i mean look at her husband's career technology is amazing but she's also a paper person she doesn't want it ever to be where we made the shift you know she wants my children to have paper skills right Mm -hmm. so if you uh there's four chairs around our fireplace downstairs and on the tables it's primarily paper books it's uh you know and i'm always buying books right so i i still like that tactile my my cup of coffee in the morning the fireplace on i i, I and i've been actually more and more convicted in my morning time uh to kind of put down this like right. I, I you know um, a couple of years ago I was out hanging out at the village with Matt and the team. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing some training with Matt and he, he had this like lame, like 1995 cell phone. I was like, what is that? Like a paperweight? Like you got off the antique road show. Like, what is that? And he's like, no, that's my new phone. And I'm like, why, what? what? That's, you know, they got some pretty amazing new tech. And I was like, no, 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 I want to cut that out of my life. Now he says logos, yes, because that's for sermon prep. And that's for me to rightly divide the word of truth and to shepherd the flock and all that stuff. But he said it was getting to a point where there was a a bit of an addiction going on. And it it was so convicting. I'm like, man, you have to say that, you know. Uh." So I'm trying to walk that line myself. Um, So for me personally, I do try to set aside. Uh, A portion of my day for, for some mobile ed. Um, I, I, uh, my wife and I, one of our hobbies together is working out. So, you know, COVID kind of, I finally had one of my oldest move out. She's just in the next town over, got an apartment. I mean, I miss you yay i have a free room and (laughs) my wife and i converted it into a gym so we got a treadmill in there and i put a big tv and my wife thinks it she's like really do we have to do mobile ed while we're working out i'm like yes honey we (laughs) have to do mobile ed so if i'm gonna run on the treadmill i mean yeah i could watch sports i could but why like it's just stupid i mean and i'm a big sports guy i mean i ryle and i were already talking about that um But I I wanna be mindful of the opportunities of time that I have every day and where could I learn more, right? So mobile Ed has actually become kind of a filler for me for that. Um, And then, you know, picking a book of the Bible. So Ephesians right now is kind of the book that I'm going through. And I'd always wanted to go through Martin Lloyd-Jones, who, you know, I think it's six volumes. It's this Mm -hmm. big, massive, you know, work on Ephesians. uh, but then in church, I mean, I, it must be intimidating uh, for my pastor uh, to see me on the front row with my Mac or my Airpa, uh, Air Air, uh, no iPad Pro, loaded up with logos, like checking out everything he's saying theologically, <laughs> looking up that Hebrew word that he dropped, and you know, and whatever. Um, <laughs> but I like, I mean, I'm, I'm obsessive about notes, uh, because again, I, I, I'm at church to worship, uh, with the body of Christ, but I'm also there to learn and to grow. And, and so, and, and that's awesome. I mean, I, I've had people come up to me new to the church. They're like, I kind of was watching you kind of a couple rows over, like what, what? And then I show them and they're like, what are you serious? Like, like, if our pastor drops a quote from anybody it could be bart cs what i have a slide up on facebook like within 5 minutes you know because of media on logos mobile right cuz i want to share it with people right, right. if it if it blew my mind i'm like it probably blow a lot of people's minds so um but yeah that that's kind of you know i i did finish seminary back in um 16 and you know, prior to going to seminary, I always thought Logos was amazing. Always did, right? I mean, that's been my career, if you will. I mean, I spent most of my life now out there showing people how amazing Logos is. But I, I didn't really realize how amazing Logos was until I went to seminary. Because I'm not a preacher pastor, right? So I understand yeah. its benefit personally for Bible study and family and devotions and things. But, oh, when I enrolled in seminary... And I tell you, it changed the way I present. I mean, I I, I have an excitement about Logos. I have an energy, uh, and it's genuine. I think it's, it's one of the best things that you can invest in uh, because it's investing in your study of Scripture. Um, but when I graduated seminary, my level of, you know, pinging off the walls excitement about Logos Bible Software was entirely different because – i had I had to have it. I wouldn't have been able actually to go to seminary had I not had Logos Bible software. I got nine kids. I travel a hundred thousand miles plus a year easy um so for me, the only way that I was able to go to school was because of Logos Bible software because wow. you know, thirty five thousand feet in the air. I got everything I need right so doing my papers and and all that so Um, but that's kind of now practically how I use it on a daily basis.
2: That's awesome. Awesome. Awesome, man. And and I can just, I can, um, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of my seminary experience right now, you know, kind of did ministry and then I'm in, went to school, did it backwards. Um, and I'm, you know, my thesis writing phase right now. And I, I can't tell you the hours I've saved traveling to my nearest theological library, you know, three kids, full-time ministry on top of full-time school. It's just, there's no other way to do it. I mean, between the citations, between you know, um, you know, copy-paste quotes. I mean, clippings a whole shabazz, man. It's it's the only reason I'm surviving seminary right now is logos. You know.
1: So one of the thing. This might be a little tidbit for so, those watching. One of the things that I did when I started seminary was, uh, and I'm I'm in a different account. I'm looking at my logos right now, but this is more my demo account. But on my personal account, I went into favorites. And I created a folder and I named it. I went to Knox Theological Seminary in Fort Lauderdale. So the folder says Knox. And then I created a subfolder for every single class. I think it was 22 or 23 classes I had to take. Right. And then in those folders, I took each week and created a folder. And so what's great is I finished in 2016. But because I was so obsessive about my folders management and Logos that I now have two and a half to three years of all that I learned, all the papers I read. Cause you know, you can drag websites into folders. You can drag papers into. I mean, I, some people are like, what? I didn't know you could do that. So what's great is, you know, there were some classes, there are eight week classes that you just have to move on, but you're like, Oh, I want to come back here someday. Like right. I, I don't like rushing through some of these theologians that I'm being introduced to. And now I can, I know what week, we, we read this and did that. And so it, it for me now uh, is one of my favorite places to go back to. And, and as you know, everything syncs across the mobile. Uh, I'll be in a line at a bank or wherever, and I'm just going to those folders and go back and reread and go, ah, you know, it jogs your memory and you've got all your notes in there. And, and so you know, I have a heartbreak story. Years ago, uh, I always wanted to read um, Calvin's Institutes. I, I just thought, you know, it's one of the greatest theological works ever written. And the the version that I wanted, I think it's the the um, the Knox Westminster Knox version, wasn't available in Logos yet or something. So I went ahead and bought the paper copies. And I lived with them for about a year traveling. I mean, highlighters and those little sticky notes on the pages, and I was really pouring and investing in. And I got through volume almost through volume one and I left it on an airplane. Oh I, lo- I lost the whole thing. I mean, I I literally was more devastated. I've left Bose noise counseling headphones. I left a laptop once on a flight. Who cares? It's like I, you know, and it's only just, you know. Uh, what a thousand pages per volume, and I asked my wife, I was like depressed for days, <laughs> like there was nothing she or my family could do to drag me out of the pit of despair, but it was it was it became one of my stories that I would tell people at conferences that this is one of the advantages of digital right that Someone can steal your laptop, you could pour coffee into your MacBook or and fry everything, but the minute you reload your logos. Boom! It's all back. You didn't lose nothing. So that that's a huge, huge benefit. Uh, and so for big, thick works, I only go logos now because my heartbreak story of of leaving it on airplane.
0: No. So I was the guy who would carry ten books between the house and the office, back and forth to do sermon prep. And one of the selling points for me was I don't have to do that anymore. I don't have to carry anything. It all sinks like highlights notes i mean it's just uh it's it's hard to explain to someone who doesn't who's not used it uh but man it's just it's and we're preaching to the choir for people who are going to watch this Uh, there's a i
1: have a pastor pastor friend in pittsburgh and uh i I probably work with him for 20 years now but maybe 15 16 17 years ago we were out to dinner and uh he he just kind of off the cuff said you you know one of the reasons why logos was kind of an invented was uh, the, the, it was an answer to prayer to little Joey right there, a son that was at the table with us. I'm like, what are, what are you talking about? He says, well, my first, you know, 10 years of ministry or whatever. And I think by now, Joey was probably 14, 15, um, but still young. He said, Joey's responsibility traveling with dad as an evangelist was carrying daddy's books. <laughs> and he said, I know. That he was at his bedside every night, going, "Lord Jesus, can you invent something, anything, so that I don't have to do this job anymore?" Because I, you know, and then uh, obviously he was joking, but maybe not joking. But Um, but but yeah, I mean, when I first, uh, um, so I got saved in the military, and literally um, month or two after becoming a believer, got deployed, Desert Storm, uh, you know, blew up, and everybody's going everywhere. And I knew nothing. I'm brand new to the faith. There is no podcast yet. There is no logos. There's none of this stuff. So I remember going to a bookstore because you're allowed two duffel bags on deployment. One had all my gear, and the other one I went into a Christian bookstore in Phoenix, Arizona. And thankfully it was a just a solid, godly bookstore manager. But I said, Listen, I just came to faith. I know nothing. I don't you you say the word Trinity, Holy Spirit, I don't know anything. So we went through that bookstore. And basically took my entire paycheck or two and we stuffed that duffel bag. And I brought that with me. Um, But yeah, I mean, nowadays, I have a heart for for, um, military and people that get deployed. But I'm like, really? I mean, my wife and I were handwriting letters, right? There was no Zoom. There was no cell phones, right? It's like you see your wife every night, right? Uh, now you're thousands of miles away, but it's a little different than it was 20, 25 years ago or 30 now. Um, right. But yeah, one of the advantages absolutely is mobility. And one, one of my favorite things that I've had the privilege of doing in the last few years working with a lot of NFL, uh, pro teams. So a lot of football players. And one of the reasons why they love logos so much is that fact. It's the mobility. It's the fact that they can do Bible study in a hotel room. Uh, you know, the, the day before the game or whatever, and they've got their iPads out and they're all geeking out in the Bible and praying and because the prayer journal and, and all that is is just mobile. So, wow. That's that's
0: amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Well, Scott, thank you so, so much for sitting down with us and having this conversation. I think uh, this has been uh, so helpful. It's, it's really <coughs> uh, just, you know, kind of a dream come true to talk to you uh, you know, you, you've been all the around the world. You know your stuff, uh, which is why, why we're excited. I think also, you know, Richard and I are coaches. Uh, we help people. And so to talk to anyone who we feels like, man, we know Logos, but they really know Logos. Like, you know, the difference between playing guitar and like really playing guitar, it's just an absolute privilege. Um, well, my, to, to the true it. story, my wife has yeah. said
1: she's lost count of how many nights I'm asleep She likes to stay up late with her Kindle reading books. And guess what Scott starts doing in his sleep? He's demoing (laughs) logo Bible Software. She's like, she's just like, knock it off already. What is wrong? You know, I'm like, what, what? She's like, you're literally talking about logo. Shut up with that stuff right now, right? Um, No, great having me. Hey, can I put a prayer request out to you guys? Please. Uh, I, I, I told you I have nine kids. My oldest had brain surgery last week. Um, and had a pretty rough go of it had to be readmitted but I got to go pick her up at the hospital yesterday at University of Washington Uh, put her in uh, her in-laws house in bed so that I could watch the grandkids to give her some peace and quiet but this is the second brain surgery she's had in the last seven years things look good um, but we we need some healing to happen up in her head um there was a, a an aneurysm they found uh pre-MRI that we're gonna have to deal with and look at later. Um, but yeah, she's just in bed being loved on by her husband and her mother-in-law, and my wife and I holding down the fort with the grandkids. But her name is Taylor with an E. Um, and worked at Faith Life for about five years. Her husband is actually a programmer at Faith Life, but uh I would love, I mean, we know the power of prayer. So the more Amen. saints are lifting up her name and the main prayer request is she's, I mean, I one of the things I was shocked about picking her up yesterday was the amount of medication they gave me for her. it was literally like a bag full of medications. And one of the effects of the meds is a uh, nauseous uh, being nauseous. Mm-hmm. And so vomiting mm-hmm. Vomiting in her state is really not good because of the trauma that it could cause Mm -hmm. with the head. They literally opened up the backside of her head. Wow. So that, that is the prayer request that, that she can keep food down, that she can get some calories because she, she's already skinny, 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 and lost even more weight, uh, the last week or so. Um, but we really don't want her to go back to the hospital because of COVID. The worst was, uh, we weren't able to see her for almost two weeks, which as a dad, You want to be there for your girl, right? Right. So not being able to hug her, kiss her, pray with—I mean—is this the worst thing? Mm -hmm. Um, So we want her to stay home in bed, get healthy, and that her brain would heal up. And uh, but I would just absolutely love uh, prayers for Taylor.
0: Well, we will we will definitely do that. We'll we'll be praying for Taylor. Uh, Wow, that's a that's that's tough. So we'll be we'll be certainly praying for. Um, Well. Thank you Scott Brave Daily thank you for uh, watching or if you're listening on our podcast it's an, it's an absolute joy if you have any questions you know reach out to Richard myself one of the coaches send brave daily a message check us out on the website bravedaily.com go to logos.com we've got some sales going on or they they've got sales but uh sales are going on right now and uh, and so you're going to want to get some uh, get uh more books to work with all the tools that that uh logos has to offer so um Well, we will see y'all next time. Thank you, Scott.
1: See ya. Thanks for having me.